Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I was all over social media. I'm an influencer now. I've, I've told Chris this, Emily, you know this, Al, you know this. I'm, I'm basically on every social media platform there is. I'm thinking about starting my own. So what happened? What do you mean? Just where all of a sudden you're... It's, it's an important part of our business. It's, yep. a, it's something that I take very seriously. It's something that I like to make sure that sure. people know where I am at all times. It's very, very important to me. But it happened like overnight. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wait. You just wait. I'm getting ready to turn. I'm going to start sending you uh, not like pictures, but tweets and Instagram posts of my lunch. You should <laughs> You should hire somebody. Like uh, That's the next thing that I'm oh, waiting for. Good when you idea. say A social Al, media manager? When I say, oh my gosh, man, that picture went up. You say, oh, I had no idea it went up. When you have a team of social media people, <laughs> you have your own team. How many do we staff here at 710? Good, half dozen. Okay, half dozen. What yeah. if you have nine people? <laughs> you have nine of your own I could put them under on the, the payroll. Yeah, yeah. I could. that would last. I could pay them for about a day, and then I would be out of money. And then that would be, you know, hey, kids, sorry, got to come back from college. filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. Back from college. We're moving out. We're going to, you know, we're going to have to go find a new place to live. How was your weekend, my friend? Very nice. Very good weekend. Busy weekend. I think I mentioned to you. I was Your mom's birthday, yeah, right? Yeah, back and forth from San Diego. Went to a, a great restaurant. You know, La Jolla is not a bad area. I was That's in not... La Jolla yesterday. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. What time? Uh, in the morning. Now, right. Well, does does UC, the campus of UC San Diego count as La Jolla? Definitely. Then I, that's where I was. UCSD. We probably drove by each other. <laughs> I was driving back home, and I'm going through Camp Pendleton. I'm like, please don't get stuck. Please don't get stuck. Please. What, what time me. did you start driving back? Uh, ten thirty. You were okay. Yeah, cruised. Yeah, you were okay. Didn't touch it. So there were protests because Susan was behind me, and she got stuck in the protests. Really? Yes. Okay, so son, you, you kind of have a good idea on this. You try coming down. From Los Angeles down to San Diego on uh, Saturday morning at 10.30. Might as well camp uh, in Camp Pendleton. <laughs> Just no call doubt. it a day. Get a tent out the whole thing. Sundays are kind of hit or miss. Sunday you go, I, I went at a time where, okay, it was a little longer than I'd like to have been. But anyways, is what it is. But weekend was great. You were doing some hiking. You were just telling me. I you like know, how your hike went from I want some activity. Uh-huh. Want to get the heart pumping? It definitely did that. I want to burn some calories? Definitely did that. I want my legs to be sore because I refuse. Definitely did that. Refuse to stretch? <laughs> you still haven't. And then I want to go grab some beers. Oh, we did that too. Yeah, that's and, a, that's and a good some chips and salsa too. It was a, took a it selfie. Was, I, I took a selfie. It was a look. It, what did you? Was it last weekend, Em? Where you had your perfect yes, weekend? Yes, it was last weekend. I didn't have a perfect weekend, but I had a very, very good. Pretty one. Pretty damn close. A very, mm. very good one. There was nothing but activity. So went out with um, Susan on Friday night. We went to our spot. We had dinner. It was a very nice night. The next morning, Saturday morning, got up, went for the hike. It yep. was um, a friend of ours' fiftieth birthday. There was mm. a group of like I don't know, maybe thirty-five or forty of us. Damn. That went on this group. It was awesome like i'll be honest yeah. i was i was a little bit skeptical going into this thing thinking all right i don't i'm not the world's most enthusiastic hiker it could not have been more fun i yeah, love everything about it isn't How did it that come fun for you like what was what because was i liked the everybody there okay. it was a really nice group of people i got to talk to people i don't talk to a whole bunch i got to enjoy their company and the destination of the hike after we got to the top yeah we walked back down again yeah. to a bar in laguna and drank beers and ate chips and salsa it was at the every hike should have that at the end it was well, terrific i was gonna say i think that has a lot to do with when you say you enjoyed it it's kind of one of those where but even during when, the hike Al, I was loving it well that's what i was gonna say when you're sitting at home and you're like okay i have to go do this you feel like you have to go do it until you're actually there and you're like hey this isn't too bad and like you said probably the the motivation was there was <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong it was definitely part of it then we were the done bottom. susan and i go home uh-huh. then we decided you know what let's go out to lunch just the two of us went to lunch i had some wings watched the lakers on tv for a little while perfect came home she went out with her friends on saturday night home alone on saturday night glorious is loved it, every moment of that 
I thought that might be one of those you're not sure what no, to do. You no, know, for a few hours she didn't get to come home in a little bit. It wasn't yeah. like it was just it was just a few. My, Michael do? and I watched the Bad News Bears, the original. Yeah. <laughs> Great time. And then Sunday morning, got up, went to San Diego, watched Kelly play volleyball for an hour and a half or so. Drove back up, met my buddies for some pizza and beer. Then we jumped in the Silverado. We came up to the Coliseum, watched the Clash at the Coliseum last perfect night. Perfect weekend. It was awesome. It's a perfect weekend. Drank was a Pitbull drank there? a bunch. Uh, not Pitbull, but Cypress Hill and Wiz Khalifa were. It was great. I'm surprised you know that. It was great, and, and I enjoyed. It. I even Emily. I even knew most of the songs. I'm not gonna lie Whoa. and say I knew them all, but I knew most of them. That's amazing. Then you, we, you're a new man. Home. It was so great. So my question for you is, what motivated the hike selfie? Because okay, you're going. Okay, the hike selfie itself was like you were by your. The, the picture is just Travis. Yes. You said you went on this hike with 35 people. Why yeah. did you have a friend there? Add Susan in the picture. I'm it about been, me. <laughs> and I just... I, we I, kind I, of took away from the focus <laughs> of, you, of Travis. Right. It's it's just... It's a... It, you're you're not really smiling in it. You're just kind of Emily. Kind of, dude, hold on a second. You're you're not you're wrong. Caught off guard. You I took was, the photo. I know I did. He didn't I know was, he took it. I didn't know. I, did. I wanted a oh, picture whoa. that was reflective of the amount of cardiovascular distress I was in when I took it. <laughs> it's a mouth so, wide open. So I was breathing because this is at the very summit of mm-hmm. where we were going. Right. Mm-hmm. I was breathing. Get about halfway up this hill, and I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. Like two steps past the halfway point, I was gasping for air. Mm-hmm. I was so tired. It was it was still pretty cool. It's probably in the mid fifties. By the time we got to the top of this hill, I was covered in sweat, just covered in sweat. So I wanted a picture reflective of that, and I have my image to uphold as the selfie taker that sure, I am. Sure. So it was it was terrific. You should get one of those uh, shirts that said "I climbed Mount Everest." <laughs> You should just like have all these. Just start wearing all these shirts, just because you, you basically did it. Only question I had is, um, I wish at some point you had chips and salsa on your way up. <laughs> well, there that, wasn't like, a lot while of you're going up. Be like, down. give me just a second, guys. Let me catch my breath. Then you have some chips and salsa. So we get, we finally get to the bar in Laguna, uh, kind of bar slash restaurant place, and the the birthday woman's husband was treating everybody there. And again, there's like forty of us there, right? So. The beers are flowing around. They got all these different taps. It was really one of the first beer. Like, again, I'm still panting. I'm still deeply out of breath by the time we get there. Get through like half of it. I'm like, I don't think I can have another beer. Ended up having probably four or five more. That's a good day. I must. I muscled through it and got it done. Great day. You worked off half a beer. <laughs> Maybe <That's> a third. <laughs> I also, okay, back to the photos. I'm just, it's. You took three different pictures of essentially the same view too. Nope, wrong. You should go to the same one. Like it's nope. just like it's just like you're like okay to the left, chick chick, and then right. middle, chick chick, and then left. It's that's what I did. You should have just done one. No, that's how you do their Instagram. Uh, that's how Travis. you do Instagram. You do a selfie. Your hand just moved. <laughs> your hand just moved like this. And then you, yeah, you take a picture of the no, group. No, it was it was literally south. Directly west out of the ocean and then north towards Long Beach. Got three also, of them. Around. Also, you could take a video and you have your you're breathing really heavy. Like, <sighs> I, but no, I was like, do a group picture, do a Susan picture. Like, That's it, awesome. The you video elevated this. shaking. It was about like that. It was about like that. Guys, why are we so high? It was great. And then the clash picture too. Yeah. You got your buddy. That was a better one because it's you and the buddies. Well, it's somebody not else just took you that. solo. <laughs> See exactly. He was on the end of that one. Come on, so. Trav. Ugh. My buddy Brad took that one. Well, shout out to Brad. It's yeah. a it's a good group photo. <laughs> Emily, I I think I, I know you want it to be a perfect she picture. I, I think you it, like no. let's not strive for a perfect picture. If Trav for, is out there on a hike. You know, I think that's kind of part of the allure. I okay. might go again today. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Because <laughs> I'm trying to think to myself for how sore you told me you are. Oh, gosh, I don't see it happening. It could happen. You know where I park my car every day. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that walk from there to the elevator mm-hmm. was that fifty yards. Yeah. You took a golf cart. I saw so you in a cart. It took about two minutes <laughs> to get about fifty yards. It was. It you was a nice awesome long walk. Is if you took one of those carts and you're laying down, but you give the thumbs up to all the people <laughs> in the parking lot that you're okay. <laughs> you're okay. It's <laughs> a pretty good idea. Should have waited around. They for have to go up the ramp. They on. go up the ramp. Yeah, outside back around. Back around yard house. <laughs> It's a good idea. And Travis has his thumb that. up the entire time. Like, what is he doing? Can can I make? Do you think NASCAR is listening to us this morning? Because I have one quick suggestion. Um, we either need fewer cars on the track for that event, or we need to when guys spin out, we're just going to leave them out there, and guys need to race around them. Because the second half of that race took a long time. How many times did it stop? 
it stopped every three or four laps in the set. It was it was really because guys kept spinning out, and they're not like these fiery explosions. They're yeah, just yeah, yeah. spin outs. Sure, sure. And they have to stop because mm-hmm. the track's only like two cars wide. There's nowhere to go. Um, the second half of the race was a little slow. That being said, it's my second year in a row. I've gone to the the Clash the Coliseum. It's fantastic. It's awesome. It is, and I'm not like a race guy. No, you don't need to be, right? It's awesome. Mm -hmm. I had a fantastic time. And Emily, I don't know if you saw that. I did another video from the Clash at the Coliseum. I did see it. See, (laughs) I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say that how often it stopped was basically the last five minutes of every NBA game. No, where they just stop everything. It would be like, hey, let's stop any momentum, guys. Let the crowd start to get excited. Let's go replay another play. So Wiz Khalifa finishes his halftime show. Yep. And great show. And the race starts again. Here we go. Bubba Wallace is leading. It's very exciting. And people are excited for that. And two laps spin out. Okay, stop. And they get to clear the track and they start again. Two laps. Okay, here we go. We're going to get the bang out the last seven. Spin out. They, the, we, the first 10 laps of the second half took an hour. It was unbelievable. Um, uh, how, how many people? How many people do you think there? It, if I'm being like honest. disappointed maybe, in the crowd or? Well, it was a different time. They did it at night this year. Last year it was in the afternoon. Think you mentioned that, yeah. Um, it was maybe slightly less than a year ago, but kind of sort of the same. I'd say 50,000. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, the Coliseum was mostly full, but not full. I don't know. I don't know if you can really ask for anything more. It's at it's it's in Southern California. It's not like it's the you know obviously not the Talladega. biggest market. It's not Daytona. So fifty thousand sounds like that's a that's a good crowd. So what's wrong with my video from the Coliseum, Emily? Oh, we'll need to talk about the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. We'll talk about that. Plus, Kyrie Irving is a Dallas, Dallas Maverick. Maverick. What? What? And it sounds like at least, at least there's one theory that it's entirely personal on behalf of the Nets, which I'm signing up for right now. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. They played that one. That, that That's one of the ones I knew. My guy Cypress Hill, the opening of the uh, Clash at the Coliseum Slee. By the way, that's a good little lineup, too. It was great. That's great. I, I really can't say it enough how much fun that event is. And and especially like there's the the big one out at NAS, uh Fontana in a couple of weeks. Which is which a, I've been to also a real one, the whole thing. Yeah. Two at two mile track, the whole thing, they go two hundred miles an hour. It's mm-hmm. terrifying and exciting and all those things. And it's fun. That thing at the Coliseum I enjoyed more. Just because it's short, it's quick, and they're knocking into each other and there's concerts at the it's whole It's like point. a exhibition, right? It's like one of those yes. where you don't need to go have season tickets. Matthew Charles says, because when I think of Wiz Khalifa and Cypress Hill, <laughs> I immediately think of Travis. See, yeah. Right. It's also everybody. Of course like, you do. I mean, everybody was at the Grammys that were like big hip hop guys. So they did this whole big montage celebration of the history of hip hop at the Grammys. And so it's interesting. Like, I guess they probably couldn't have everybody from that over there. But Cy- Cypress Hill is great. Also, speaking of uh, the Clash. I think the video, especially because it was done by Jorge, looks a lot better than if it, if he gave the Jeez, phone to Emily, you. Just up. saying, but <laughs> I, I don't. Do I think... don't question that. I mean, Jorge. That's <laughs> a, that's well, like okay. literally. He's a he's a professional yes. photographer. That, yes. To compare me to somebody that does it for a living is a little unfair. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember this movie? Do you remember Blair Witch Project? Yes. Back in the day, you know, everything was taken like with a shaky video and grain. Yeah, that's re- us. That's like that's that's <laughs> that's where we come in. But Clinton, I think Clinton 
Ethan had a better uh, presentation of his side of the videos. I saw, like, I was looking through all the videos, and it has a lot of, you know, it has some famous people, and it's, it's good stuff. But got to say, Clinton, I think, upstaged you on Not the uh, ESPN LA account. Not a chance. It's impossible to upstage me because I was in mine. <laughs> Therefore, by definition, it is the pinnacle of what it is that we're doing. I saw your tweet over the weekend, Al, your damn tweet. That's it. When uh, yeah, that Kyrie it. went to the Mavs. So, look, we, we, there's a million different things that we can talk about with this. I, I think the first one is is the Lakers made the offer. They made the yeah. offer of Russell Westbrook and the two firsts, and the Nets chose the other offer, which was a first, two seconds, and two decent NBA players. They'll, they'll start for they'll, the Nets. They'll start, yep. and the Nets remain competitive. Mm-hmm. The Nets will remain a team in the Eastern Conference that could be quasi-dangerous. You got Kevin Durant. They did not want to just tear it down to first because Russell, you know, Russell Westbrook is what he is at this point. Was it that they decided we like the Mavericks package better than the Laker package? Yeah. Or Joe Sy saying, Kyrie Irving has been yanking my chain for five years. Watch, ne- I am never going to yeah. give that guy what he wants. So, okay, a couple things here, real quick. From a Laker perspective, it takes two to tango. So those who are upset at Rob Palenka and the Lakers, um, I got to be honest, I don't really understand what you're upset at Rob Palenka for. You said it best right there. Uh, this was not coming down to, hey, it's either the Lakers are going to give me the best offer, the Suns are going to give me the best offer, the Mavs are going to give me the best offer. Where can I send Kyrie Irving where I believe he does not want to go? <laughs> right. Where can I send Kyrie Irving where I think is not his top choice? Or where can I send Kyrie where I think he's got the least chance of representing the Western Conference in the NBA Finals? And I think of those three teams, I do think it's Dallas. So I think the, I, I think that portion of it is most important to me. Um, as far as what the Brooklyn Nets goal is, that's a better deal for the Brooklyn Nets. So I, I think people have to understand this. The Nets are not, you know, it, it, it's so often, and I get it. We get in our own world. Friday we are doing this. Hey, you know what? I think Kyrie's probably going to be a Los Angeles Laker. Um, the Brooklyn Nets don't want to say, if, if Kyrie would have said right out the gate, man, I just want to play with Luka. Please let me just play with Luka. He'd be in he'd Phoenix. Probably be in, he'd probably he'd be, be Phoenix. in LA or Phoenix. No, not LA. He'd, he'd be in Phoenix. Never. He, he was never Phoenix. coming here if Joe Sidney He tried throwing a curveball and LeBron had come out on Friday and said, I don't want to play with Kyrie. <laughs> Maybe then the Lakers would have got him. But I, I think that that to me, no question about it, was the, the right thing to do for the Brooklyn Nets. That Listen, They've had in the past, what what do you want to call it? I, I really genuinely, is it the past like 12 months or something like that? James Harden's gone. Yep. Kyrie's gone. KD requested a trade in the offseason. Might do it again before Thursday. Could do it again before <laughs> the offseason. So what they're thinking in their mind, those two draft picks in 2027, 2029, that doesn't mean anything to them. Russ coming to play with KD, that ain't happening. No. They would have to get a third team, and now it gets a little bit more complicated. I think them sending him to the Dallas Mavericks is really not a surprise or a shock. And Laker fans who are upset, what do you want Planka to do? You have to have another side that want, that that's willing to negotiate with you. Yeah, it, it was not a the Lakers didn't sweeten the offer to the Nets' liking. The Nets chose to go in a different direction. That they offered what they had to offer. You know, I know that there were rumors about they wanted to throw in, you know, Austin, Austin Reeves, Reeves, Max, Max Christie. Christie. And, and do you even know what that the, the details of that was? That was the Nets telling the Lakers. We're not telling you would take that deal. We're telling you to start a conversation with us. That has to be the conversation. Yeah, they're basically saying we're not doing a deal with you. Look, I know this is a cliche, but sometimes the best deals you make are the ones that you don't make. And this may be one of those things. I, I, I wanted the Lakers to do it because I think it would have been interesting in every possible way. It would have been interesting that they were good because they got a really good player. It would have been interesting to see how those three guys play together. It would have been interesting to see what he does when the the glow of the new team starts to wear off and he becomes Kyrie Irving all over again. Um, it would have been interesting. That being said, I'm not entirely sure that Maybe not in the short term, but in the long term, if this isn't in the Lakers' best interest, that that deal didn't go through. I know they tried to do it, and I'm not criticizing them for trying to do it, but this could be one of those things that, you know, thank goodness we didn't get in the Kyrie business. Because I want to read this for you. This is from 
um, right before he went to Brooklyn. This is the dream that I want to fulfill. Home is where my heart is. Home is where I want my legacy to continue, and I'm happy to be in Brooklyn. That's Kyrie Irving. Have been told that Kyrie is ecstatic about the trade, looking forward to playing for Brad Stevens, and understands the Celtics tradition. Kyrie Irving is said to be ecstatic about the trade to the Dallas Mavericks and looking forward to, to joining forces with Luka Doncic. Stop me if you see a pattern here. He's ecstatic to go there, and then he gets there, and he Kyrie Irving's it. And he's going to do it in Dallas. He would have done it here in Los Angeles. And the question is, what do you get out of him before he does it? Celtics got nothing. Mm-hmm. The Nets got nothing. Maybe the Dallas Mavericks get nothing. The Lakers could have gotten nothing. It, it's really hard to prove a negative, but I'm not entirely sure that at the end of the day, this isn't a break for the Lakers, that they got a little bit lucky to avoid having Kyrie on that team. So if, hypothetically, to play out what you just said, if it did happen, and let's say the Nets said, you know what, those two first-rounders and Russ, yeah, this is worth worth it for us, and they got a third team of all blah, 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 Kyrie's with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I, I still think it was worth the risk. I still think that the position... Remember, this is exclusive to the Lakers' position. This is not, hey, you have a really... Uh, you have a team that's got great chemistry. You have a team that's seven, eight, nine games over five hundred. You have a team that you just feel like you got the right role players, all that. This is exclusive to the Lakers. Exclusive to the Lakers means bronze in his 20th season. Um, AD just came back from an injury. The Lakers are 13th in the West. Still. They give up 131 points to the Pelicans on Saturday. They give up 70 in the first half to a team without Zion. Yeah. It's also a team that's kind of... Trav- they could so easily not make the playing tournament. Sure. Even if AD plays the entire final 28 sure. games of the season. So I think it's exclusive to, even with all the headaches that Kyrie brings, I think for certain teams it doesn't make sense. I think for the Lakers it was worth the gamble. I, I, so do I. I. But I want to be clear. So do I, but it also does not guarantee you anything had you got it done. And sure. the potential risk is significant significant because of who he is and because of the trade. He's going to do something. It's just a matter of when and what. It could be tomorrow. It could be six weeks from now. It could be in the summer. It could be a year from now. But he's going to because you think this is what he does. And and the question that I think is interesting for the Lakers and the Mavs, and the Mavs probably have a, a better answer to this question than the Lakers okay. might have, mm-hmm. is does it make you the team to beat? I think it takes Dallas from kind of one of those teams that's in the middle of the pack, right? They're all kind of in the middle of the pack, and puts them near the top. I don't know if it puts them at the top, but it puts them near the top. The Lakers are not in the middle of the pack. They're at the bottom of the pack. Had they done it, does it put them in the middle? For sure. Does it get them closer to the top? Almost certainly yes, but I don't know if it guarantees you anything beyond a playoff appearance. And that's a real risk. The Mavericks already have a guy and in a position and a mix that has proven that at least they win more than they lose, mm-hmm. right? The Lakers don't. And and they're in a little different spot. And if you're going to spend that kind of capital, players, draft picks, money, I'd like a little bit more than, well, at least we're not going to be in 13th place anymore. I'd like a slightly better guarantee than that. So th- this is this is where I'd kind of I'd hit back on. I, I think most people would have made – if Kyrie ended up with the Lakers, it wasn't going to be about making the playoffs. It wasn't going to be about getting in the squeezing in or anything along those lines. I think they would be one of the favorites to come out of the Western Conference. I do believe that. I think there's enough there. I think Braun and AD healthy. Ky- 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 Kyrie the wild card. I, I get that. How yep. many times do you think the Brooklyn Nets thought they were the favorite in the in the Eastern Conference with Kyrie Irving? So uh, every here, year, here's the and difference. They never were. Here's here's the. You're right. I think they only won one playoff round. They won seven playoff games total. Okay. So in one round. Here's the difference. The difference is AD and Braun have won a championship mm-hmm. together. And I think the KD, James Harden, Kyrie was this, and now Ben Simmons there. You're literally talking about players that are either not in shape, don't want to play, don't show up to work. Don't like uh, basketball. Don't like basketball. (laughs) The combination of players. KD was the only one that you were looking at saying, man, this guy's the most stable by far out of everybody. He's a professional. He's an adult. Mm -hmm. He likes basketball. He cares about winning. He's trying like he he didn't eat himself to a new team like he he's he's the one but even he is sure. um sure 
I don't want to say unpredictable because he's not, but he's emotional. Yeah, I, I think that's probably a good word. That yeah. he's emotional, and you know, but he always gives those other guys no. And when you have guys like that, they tend to infect other people. Kyrie would have infected. I know LeBron could kind of keep a, a a lid on it to yeah. a point. Yep. But I don't think he could keep a lid on it to where Kyrie isn't going to Kyrie. So this is what I'm curious about: is the trade didn't happen, so all weekend. We're speculating, could it happen, could it not happen? Russ's name obviously being thrown around for the last 48 hours like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, Russ, yeah, Russ, Russ, Russ. Okay. The trade deadline's coming up on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, you know, I'm, I'm curious to ask you this, and Laker fans, you could weigh in as well, but how much pressure is there now to do something? Yeah. Right? That, that Braun, Braun's tweet, we can analyze as much as we want. We could do that. Um, you got Russ. Lakers have a game coming up tomorrow, and Russ is just supposed to just... This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hey, everything's cool. Everything's good. Let's go. Let's this. Let's that. And I know it's not the first time Russ's name has been out there, but yeah. it is the the day after or two sure. days later, and, sure and Russ is. is there. I think you have a fan base that thought for a quick second, "Hey, we're going to go make a deal." I, I wonder how much pressure right now is on Palenka to do something. And also on the side here, there's still four games below 500, so you might have to do something that has nothing to do with what you just did over the last. Uh, 48 hours. It might just have something to do with I, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. I like everything you said. I want to take calls from Laker fans. 877-710-ESPN. What do you think of the missed opportunity? Where do you go from here? And to your point, Slee, what is Russell Westbrook's response to being in the trade rumors all over again? And then lastly, they're still in 13th place. Another week has gone off the calendar, and they're still in 13th place. So what do you do from here? That's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Take your phone calls coming up here in just one second. I know we were talking to you, me, and Greg and Carlo a little bit before the show, and hearing Chris talk about a Bud Light reaction Monday. Um, the only football this weekend was the Pro Bowl. Can I just confess something to you? And maybe I'm just a junkie for it. Do you watch every year? No. Okay. I don't. The, the 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 typical Pro Bowl where they try to play tackle football was silly and stupid. That thing they did over the weekend, I didn't hate it. Not I didn't bad. watch ten hours of it, but I watched mm-hmm. a solid half hour, forty five minutes yesterday. It wasn't terrible. Would you same same setup next season? You'd watch it. I would watch it in the sense that I get up on a Sunday morning and I'm f- making my coffee and I'm Chilling. flipping channels and like Bam. I'll stop and watch them okay. do that. I'll watch them try to drag a, a brick wall with with first down chains. It was weird and fun. Now, if you would have said, you know, there were a couple plays in that third quarter, I just <laughs> no. I'm questioning. Well, first of all, I'm questioning the strategy on the sidelines. There. No one was more invested in it than Peyton Manning. He was coaching his team like said. it was the Super Bowl. And not in a like a wink-wink, like kind of cheeky, hey, I know this is an important way. 
as in a I want to win this game for my legacy kind of way. It was pretty great. I will be remembered this way. Who won? Uh, the NFC won. Okay. Yeah, I had to think about if the the blue team and I did the NFC ultimately came back. This is interesting, Al. So obviously okay. on Friday, you and I are sitting in here. The news breaks that Kyrie Irving wants a trade from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and Laker fans. I don't want to say unanimously, but certainly overwhelmingly were in support of the idea of bringing him in. 80% easy. At least 80. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably on the lower side. Now I'm looking at the phone calls and it's like, oh, we got Luggy. <laughs> Which one is it, Laker fans? Are you happy that you you missed out or are you like they should have thrown in the crypto.com to get this thing done and played at, uh, I don't know, Arcadia High School for the rest of the season. Let's go to Irvine and Kennedy. Kennedy, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, guys. Uh, my take is we had definitely dodged a bullet on Irvine, uh, Irving, Irving trade. I, I never liked it. Even, even let's just say, remove Irving as the, as the guy that comes back. Even Levine. I didn't like that. I just don't think that the the three-star team works. I think we need bench players. I think we need depth. That's where we need to to focus on, not a three-star um, team. I appreciate you calling in. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off of this, and I, I think this is kind of the best analogy that I have for the Lakers right now. Trav, you've played poker before, right? Sure. Okay. So let's just say you have um, you've heard the term pot committed. Sure. I already got eighty percent of my chips <laughs> my, sitting at the center. Yeah. And this guy went all in and I have 20% left. I'm supposed to fold and give this guy the entire hand. Now I know, I know you got to worry about your hand and everything else, but then I shouldn't have made three or four bets to get to 80% committed unless I, I felt good about my hand. And I'm going to use that as an example because um, they went out, what is it, a week and a half ago and got Rui, Rui Hachimura. Um, when we talk about the Lakers need more depth and role players, maybe they'd still end up going out and making a deal where they bring in some role players, and that's fine if they feel like there's better role players out there, whatever the case is. I will just tell you as, a, as somebody who watched the Lakers go on this road trip, they went two and three. They beat Indiana by one point, and, and the biggest lead the Lakers had the whole game was two, and it was at the final two minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. Could have easily lost that game. Sure. We talked about the Knicks game where... The Knicks kind of blew it. Okay, Knicks get the ball to Julius Randle. Lakers win in overtime. I, I get what happened in Boston. I understand that. Lakers could have gone one and four on this road trip. All right. They lost to the Pelicans. They give up they they give up 70 points in the second half without Zion. They give up 131 points. I'm not telling you that to improve this team that, hey, it might be a better strategy to grab this guy, that guy, whatever the case is. But I think the Lakers are so pot committed that this is what they were waiting for. I like that analogy a lot because but it makes sense. Look, I've gone this far. Why Why am I going to fold now? Because I've already lost almost everything I have anyway, so let's make that last final bet. Let's put in that final 20%. But you also said that you have to feel good about your hand, right? You have to at least think you sure. have a chance to win the hand, or now you're just throwing good money after bad. Mm-hmm. Like If I really don't think I have a chance to win the hand no matter what I do, then, I get out. then keep yeah. the 20%. Mm-hmm. You're just going to light it on fire at that point. And that's the question I think Laker fans are kind of split on. That do you like the hand as it is right now? Do you spend that last twenty percent to see one more card, right? And and, sure. and see if you can do it. Or look, it does, doesn't matter what that card is that comes out. I'm losing anyway. I'm going to keep this twenty percent. That's that's I think the tricky part. You're saying today sitting yes. here, not yes, twenty four hours ago. No, I'm saying right now. Yeah. Do, yeah. What, I would have done the Kyrie thing. I, mm-hmm. I would have done it, and I would have given away the store to get it done because I think at that point, I got a pretty good chance of winning the hand. I don't know if I'm going to win the whole thing, but I, I have a chance to win some games, get out of this playing mess, be in the top six, and let's and see take what my ha- chances. Yeah. Let's take our chances. Mm-hmm. Right now, what else is out there? I don't know. I mean, you still hear Brad Beal's name kind of float around a little bit out there. You've heard Zach Levine. You've heard... That doesn't really fill me with the Kyrie Irving look. Okay, now we got a chance. Are you better? Yeah. But are you, you know, you went from a pair of sevens to two pair? That doesn't doesn't fill me with enthusiasm. And for my last 20%, that's the that's where I think they are right now. That's what Rob Polinka is trying to figure out. That do I have a chance to win or not? Or am I just gonna burn this for no good reason? So I, I really truly believe this, and we'll see if by Thursday comes around if if something else changes. I think the strategy Palenka had before 
where I'm not giving up these two draft picks unless I get an opportunity to go get an all-star caliber player, I think that's going to stick. I think if by the time Thursday rolls around and if Russ is still on this team and those two picks are still in the Lakers' hands, it's because they did not have a player that they thought they could go all in for, that Kyrie was the one. Now, if they do a smaller deal and one of those one of those picks has gone, some, maybe that can happen. But I, I'm really curious, if you're Russell Westbrook right now, what that dynamic is going to be like between now and the rest of the season if he if he stays on this team. Riverside is the next stop. Anthony in Riverside. Anthony, you're on Travis Lee. Hi, guys. Uh, as a hardcore Lakers fan, casual NBA fan, it kind of felt like the Kyrie deal was a pipe dream from the get-go. It just didn't feel right. Um, on the other hand, with the Lakers, you know, what happened in Boston, the games are so close. It's like, what are you guys doing? Like, you guys play good for, like, three three quarters three and a half quarters it's like something's there i can't pinpoint it but it has to get better i hope we get past the playoff uh the playing game um the whole russell being in trade talks it feels like pal gasol when he was including those trade talks how it just faltered at the end i don't want to see that i have faith in this team i have faith in the coaches that front office they get something done and it, it has to benefit us going forward from here on out thanks anthony appreciate it yeah, I, I I think some of the faith that he has, um, I'm I'm I have a curiosity. I will tell you this: towards the end of games, they're still having. I mean, I, I don't. The Lakers didn't make. If I if I I know we're trying to talk about like kind of the big picture, but the small picture, they should have more wins, and they don't. Oh sure. And that small picture, I'll use the Pelicans game as an example. You didn't you you didn't use Rui the entire fourth quarter. The dude that you just traded for. Mm-hmm. Um, Russ, you obviously using him. You're, they're using him very sparingly when it comes to end of games. They don't make any adjustments at the end of games. Um, I have as, as much concern of who they could go out there and go get to bring in. That concern is one concern, but I have much concern with the team that they have right now and if they have the ability to win games. They're they need to do something. It's just at what price and at what cost. Because look, I said it a minute ago. It's the second week of february and they're still in 13th place that you can only tell yourself that hey everybody's bunched together and they are but hey we're only two games out of whatever you know 10th or we're only four games out of eighth or whatever the numbers may be and that's true but you never move out of it that all these other teams are kind of moving in and out of it like hey yeah. the suns went from 10th now they're in sixth and yep. they said the, the pelicans were at the top and now they're barely holding on at all they're all of these other teams are kind of moving around and you just sit in 13th well, we've kind of solidified our position you go to 12th you drop down to 13th yeah. you go to 12th drop down that you're not moving the data is telling you what you have doesn't work it doesn't it, it, can it be a little better? Yeah, but it doesn't really work all that well. You got to do something. Okay, here's the worst stat. And I asked M to get this, and I, I was curious because, yeah, sometimes we just kind of, we, we it's so natural to say, yeah, but wait till Anthony Davis comes back. Hey, when AD's back, it's a completely different story. Do you know what their record is with and without Anthony Davis? I don't, okay? but can I guess? Sure. It's and, probably virtually the same. Okay, so... They're two games below 500 with Anthony Davis. They're two games below 500 without Anthony Davis. They're 11. They're 14 and 16 with him. They're 11 and 13 without him. That's the part that I'm more concerned with with anything else. Because if I'm the one saying, guys, they went 500 without Anthony Davis. When AD comes back, they're going to go on one of those runs where they win. They have a five and two stretch over seven games, or they go on this road trip and they win, they go three. I'm just using it as an example. That ain't happening either with Anthony Davis. So that's as concerning as anything else out there. Let's try one more. Upland and Richard. Richard, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I just think it's unfortunate we didn't get him because I really feel like if we got Kyrie, that was really our only real chance of um, making the end of LeBron's tenure as a Laker, like putting us as a championship contender. Like you guys always say, it's just little outskirt deals that they're going to make. Um, and obviously, even if we sign Kyrie this offseason – we won't be able to bring back Rui. We most likely won't be able to bring back Reeves. So they should have just, you know, obviously Joe didn't want to trade him over, but it's just I don't I don't see us um, competing for a championship without making this move. Well, it, it, thanks, Richard. I, I, he, he said something, Slee, that really kind of hit me. He, he added something that I don't agree with, but 
the Irving deal felt like a chance. Might have blown up in your face. Might have turned out to be the worst move you've ever made in your life. Might have turned out to be like, I can't believe we didn't see all of these red flags for the last 10 years. Can't believe we did it anyway. That's all not only likely, it's almost a certainty, but it gave you a chance to maybe make a run. Yeah. It gave you a chance to say, you know what? I get it. That This whole house may burn to the ground because of him, but we also have a chance to win another championship with LeBron and AD. Let's do it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I don't think that it's the last chance they have to win something with LeBron. I think that like this stuff changes really fast, and every season is different than the last season. But hmm. for this season, that felt like for at least – two days the window was open like we can get that done mm. we're right back into it and now that it didn't happen now that he's in dallas it feels like it's now something weird's got to happen now, now something that we haven't seen ad staying healthy for a long period of time and playing at a super high level lebron james just being you know as good as he's been he's gonna have to be a little bit better over the next two three months feels unlikely feels very unlikely. It, it, it feels very yeah. unlikely but that for that two days you're like that's the chance Hey, Taylor, what's it like being six games over 500? <laughs> what does that feel like? What are those nights like when you put your head down? And... How the tables have turned. Yeah, it's <laughs> unbelievable. He stays quiet, but I see his eyes. He oh, looks he, at he's me. He's enjoying it. Yeah, he's, he's just sitting there. there. King's got blown out last night, so I'm not. Yeah, still in third place? Yeah, still, still in third. third. Yeah, there you are. It looks the NBA. You're going to lose a few. It's good feeling. <laughs> Lost two in a row, actually. I mean, Whoa. there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, time to fire Mike Brown. <laughs> time to move on to another guy. Ask By the Lee. way, if Mike Brown got fired, he'd get hired again somewhere else. That I've never seen somebody coach so many. He's in the rotation. Him and Alvin Gentry have coached every team. He's in Who was the, the bald-headed guy? Mike Woodson. He coached every team, Mike, too. George Carl back in the days. Carl coached a lot of them. Carl was, Carl was everywhere. Yeah, no, there, there's like eight or ten of them that have coached every team. Was Adelman like that, too? Rick Adelman, Adelman coached a few. Oh, if you get in that rotation, you're good. You might have to spend a year hey, or two as an assistant. Be a good guy. And then here's another couple million. good with the media yeah. and know how to talk to owners. It's a good gig if you can get it, for sure. 877-710-ESPN if you want to do an Ask Slee on the phone, because that's what we're doing next. It's Travis Slee, 710-ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this, too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drrink wisely. 877-710-ESPN if you'd like to get in on the phone and do it. We're going to start right here with uh, one of our favorites. TFP says, hashtag Asley, what is more annoying? Fans talking about their team as we or husbands that tell people, quote, we're pregnant? I would go we're pregnant because I definitely throw in we. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I do it. I don't think I do it consciously at all. I think there are times I'm just talking about the Lakers. I don't think you do it very often. And I think there are times, what? I, can I, I feel can I tell like you I why? say we. Can I tell you why? Yeah. That grates on me so hard that if you did it frequently, I think I would notice, and you don't. I feel like I do. Maybe you do it on Lakers talk. Maybe you do it on pre and post. But Ma- here, you don't do it very often. Maybe you're right that it's more like a solo show. I'm I'm probably throwing in a we there. What's so give me the I know I don't have I don't actually own the team, nor do <laughs> or, am I or a, on the payroll. <laughs> yes. Or um I work for the company. I think you need to wear the uniform or get a check to be a we. That's just my mm. personal rule. But that that one we're pregnant. No, you're not. Your wife is pregnant. You're yeah, the, you're about to become a father. Mm-hmm. That's true, but you're not pregnant. If you are, breaking news, that's exciting because we've never seen it's that different. before. We've never seen that one before. 
I, but between those two, that would bother me more than the we as a team. The pregnant? Yeah, like when I yeah. hear that, I'm like, no, you're not. Your wife is, but or your girlfriend is, but you you are not. You you were a participant, but you are not pregnant. I want to take eight months off. <laughs> we're expecting is another thing you could say, too. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, because you are. But the pregnancy is the part that's a, a little bit weird. Uh, this is from Dude and Slow, who says, hashtag Ask Slee. Do mermaids give birth to live children or do they lay eggs? <laughs> they That's lay terrific. eggs. Yeah, they lay eggs. Why? Uh, deep down in the ocean, they lay eggs. and they They're not like a turtle. Them. They don't bury them mm-hmm. on the beach. <laughs> they protect them. They do it in between rocks and things like that where certain fish predators. can't get to, predators can't get to, and they, and they stay there protecting them. Everybody knows that. Okay, I don't know who that was on there. Everybody knows. Having difficulty thinking about where the eggs come up because the the, the fin is closed off. So where? Well, is I've the never egg really given a, a close examination of the the, the mermaid. Anatomy. Go on YouTube. Go on YouTube. Yeah, you the whole asked thing. the question. It's like, I oh. didn't ask the question. Dude and slow asked the question. You picked the question out of the bunch, but I, yeah, it's like, yeah, no, I I'm, I don't know how it would happen. Are we all on eggs? Is that how it's uh, we're we're doing that? No, I think it's live. I think they come out as full mer mer people. <laughs> Mer people at the local Sharp <laughs> Memorial, like tiny mer people, the like their fins are hospital. So do they just have one, or do they have like a bunch, like the turtles, where all of a sudden mm. you because you're playing the numbers game, right? You need to have a That's bunch right. of them out there, the and only right. uh, only five percent will survive. And <laughs> right. how about that? You yeah. just come out, and it's like, hey, you have a five percent chance to survive. Hurry up and get to the ocean. It also <laughs> depends on the, the, the mer people you have in mind because there are different versions of it. Like the Harry Potter mer people are very different and scarier than like the uh, the ones in like Little Mermaid Ariel. or whatever. So I think that the ones in Harry Potter have eggs. Anyway, I'm getting into mermaid lore and I don't know where I'm going to go with that. <laughs> That's a good breakdown. That was, that was a much better breakdown than I had. Ask Emily. I liked yours being the eggs being hidden between rocks Gotta, to protect yeah, yeah. them from predators. It's very important. I can, I can visualize that. Yep. That makes sense to me. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Torrance and Alex. Hashtag <laughs> Ask Slee. What do you got, uh, Alex? All right. Happy Monday, guys. So it is Super Bowl week. Um, Slee, if you took the starting five of the Lakers, okay. including Russell Westbrook, what position would they all play in football, each one of them? All right, so Braun's going to be a tight end. Yes. I need Braun to – Agreed. Yeah, he's like basically Kelsey, right? Like I need him that yeah. size. Yeah. That, um, Dennis Schroeder and Pat Bev are my two corners. Yes. They're two uh, corners. Agreed. Right, and they're both in the Definitely starting lineup Pat Bev. right now. Yes. Yeah? They're, both, uh, they're both corners. Russ is a running back. Like, he's a Derrick mm. Henry-style running but big okay, can back, I, can I, but fierce and aggressive. I kind of like that, to be honest with you, yeah. Russ at the back, but can I also put him, can he be my wide receiver? Six foot four wide, I don't even think he's six foot four. Can he be a wide? Yeah, but I don't, I want him to touch the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. I want him to be my running, I want him to be my workhorse. So you can have him basically in the backfield, even if you need Tough, to get to him, let's get it to him. Plays hard every yep. single time. Who are we forgetting? Uh, AD. Where, where are we oh, putting yeah. AD? Okay, I have a position for AD. Now, considering his injury history, this might not last long. He needs to be like a defensive end. He would be like J.J. Watt times 100, where super long and fast and Mm -hmm. athletic and can get to the quarterback, can defend passes along the way. I don't think it, that's not for him. AD should be a basketball player. I don't think football. Can he not be? He can block field goals, put him on special teams. (laughs) Designated field goal blocker? Yeah. Can he not be? Yeah, he can't be a wide receiver. The Randy Moss version one, of one hit, and that's the end of that. Yeah. He's the quarterback. We, we don't have one. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, have Sauce Reeves like a punter. It could be <laughs> actually who would be of all the guys on the team. We need a European because he needs to punt, the kick, like whatever. Who's the Lakers Euro guy? Do we have one? No, I don't have any. They need, any they need one of those. Um, this one from uh, where did it go here? Which is more annoying, Super Bowl office squares or fantasy football guy? Hashtag Astley. A fantasy football guy. No question. Yeah, fantasy football. Because Super Bowl squares are actually kind of fun, and it only lasts for one week. Yes. Fantasy football guy. That's for one afternoon. Fantasy football guy, you're, they're bringing up trades to you in week three saying, should I do this, should I not? I'm like, bro, you're not a real GM. <laughs> And then they're talking about how they lost by one point, and if only their back would have got one more catch. I, that just that won't That's stop. The one. 
that's the that one. won't stop. So squares, I'll take all day long over squares fantasy football is an now. afternoon, and I like to do squares because you can win some money in a very relative short period yeah. of time. But you're right; it's that. Oh, I don't know. Uh, can you believe this? Austin Eckler has been had him on my fantasy team. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that Austin Eckler is on your fantasy. Okay, the team. only time it's okay to talk fantasy is like Funches and I. We, Are you in the same league? We're in the same That's league. That's fine. And we would, we'd face each That's other fine. and we talk about it. Just leave me out of it. But I don't need to go to you and then go to Berg <laughs> and just be like, well, I played Funches this weekend. <laughs> exactly. You don't want that breakdown, do you? It's a bad deal. Taylor, what do you got for us? Okay, Mr. Sliwa, I have an ask Slee for you. Okay. It's a very special day today. It's Bob Marley's birthday. Mm. So can you tell us about the first time that you heard Bob's music, if you know what I mean? So reggae was later for me. So hip hop, I started listening to first. And reggae probably came mid-20s or so. So I would say Bob Marley first time. It's got to be... I mean, you heard Bob Marley growing up, but for me to actually say, hey, I want to listen to Bob Marley, I want to listen to him on a consistent basis, mid-20s or so, somewhere around there. College dorm. Uh, <laughs> still hip-hop, some reggae. Yeah, a little bit after that, believe it or not. A little bit after that. How old would he have been today, Taylor? Do you know? He's born in 45. Oh, so he's three years old. 77? Eight? Eight. Eight. 78. One more here. Uh, this is from Brian, Lakers man, 805. You're on vacation, and you decide it's a great idea to walk these. on a nude beach. Okay. You might like it a little less now. You happen to bump into a group of five people you know who are not fully naked. Do you run away in embarrassment or stunt what you got and go up to them and say hi? Um, I would love to just go up, no problem. Ralph, Good Jimmy, Patricia, Trav, <laughs> go up and shake all their hands. But I, if I if I see that it doesn't have to be people I know, if I just see that there's people, I'm going the other way. Running into I'm the ocean. I'm going the other way. I'm going the other. Yeah, I'm running in the ocean. That's all I got to do. Yeah. No, that's the move. And then, by the way, that's when they wait. They're like, "Hey, this is a great spot. Put the umbrella down. <laughs> open the picnic basket. <laughs> They're not leaving for a while. They start making sandwiches. Like, I guess I'm gonna have to swim for a while. I wish I was the guy that can sit there and say, "Hey, no problem. Let me say hello to everybody that ain't." You guys enjoying in your afternoon? Where are you guys going? You want to spend? Some, should I pull up a towel? You want to hang out? What's in the bag? You guys got some snacks? No, I first of all, the locker room like that are even annoying. The, like, pre, the, the yes, the premise of the question, all of that is no. We're gonna cover up when it's time to yeah. cover up. That's how it's gonna be. The Dodgers, yeah, sleep. finally, it's a big day for you. Finally, finally, big finally. day for a lot of well Dodger done, fans. Dodgers. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.